0: Today's show is being brought to you by MyBookie.ag, the absolute best online sportsbook out there. They've been in business for years. Their reputation is second to none. They pay out in only two business days. And even better, if you sign up using promo code WCE100, they're going to give you a 100% deposit bonus. That means you deposit 100 bucks, MyBookie.ag is going to give you 100 bucks just for telling them we sent you. That goes the same for any deposit. We've done our research. You're not going to find a better online sportsbook, so head over to mybookie.ag and sign up with promo code WCE100. That's WCE100. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at Gianini. And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from winningcureseverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out. Winning Cures Everything. Here are your hosts,
1: Gary and Chris.
0: Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything podcast number 135. I think I got that right. <laughs> Alright, so uh, so this is the Friday show It is Friday, September the 22nd It is time for the biggest games of the weekend We're going to break down Honestly, we don't put a limit on this We, we normally do about five We're going to talk about six today uh, But that's college football games We're going to talk about three NFL games It was kind of hard to find three good NFL games this weekend
1: yeah, it, it, we're getting into a weird part of the
0: season, but where we, there's we you know, divisional we don't know who these teams are. Yeah. So if you got some uh some strange matchups and stuff like that, like there's some good divisional matchups and there's also some that are like and eh, like I'm kind of bored with this already. You know, it, who cares about the Broncos and the Bills? It, like, you know, you, you get what I'm saying. So, let's go on and jump into college football first. Biggest game of the weekend. Never would have thought this at the beginning of the season. The Mississippi State Bulldogs at the Georgia Bulldogs, the Bulldog Bowl in Athens.
1: Yeah, this uh, this is shocking that, that we're talking about both these teams.
0: I didn't think Georgia was going to be great this year. Well, but they also hadn't played. I mean, look, they played at Notre Dame. That's right. I, I think the majority of people kind of figured that Georgia would win that game. The biggest question mark was Mississippi State. Look, they played at Louisiana Tech. They were only eight-point favorites. They smoked Louisiana Tech. Smoked them. Fifty-seven to twenty-one, and it wasn't even that close. And then they come back last week in Starkville, and look, I hate to say it because you're my boy, and you're an LSU Tiger, but man, they stomped all over them Tigers. <laughs> no, there's no,
1: there's, there's, there's no denying it. <laughs> they they I, did.
0: I understand. It happened. It Kings was ages. it was a beat down of epic proportions, thirty-seven to seven in Stark Vegas, and I mean they were. They were out partying all night long, and and you didn't expect it because there was all the Ole Miss COI hearing stuff last week. Leo Lewis was in Covington, Kentucky, for two days at the beginning of the week. Like, it just you you think that maybe their heads are somewhere else? No, their heads were focused on that ball game, and they knew what LSU's weaknesses were, and took complete and total advantage of it. And I have never seen that. They
1: look like one of the best teams in the
0: country. Yeah, they did. They look like a top-ten team. They definitely look like one of the best teams in the SEC. And that's what terrifies me about this weekend. Look, Georgia opened up as a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. It jumped up to seven. It is now down to five. There's a lot of people back in Mississippi State this week. How are they going to play with that Bulldog spotlight on their back? Like, I I don't know what to think of them just yet because I don't think they've played with, with the spotlight on them. Well, no, obviously this is the first game where
1: they're, you know, coming off of a big win like that, and and they have a lot of
0: expectations now. College game day should have been in Athens. It shouldn't have been in New York. It's a, in, it's in a damn
1: York. shame that college game day is not here.
0: Yeah, that's it. Because Mississippi State deserved the attention this week. It, cheers to them. I, I love New York. Cheers to Times Square. I'm all about it. But they're not even at a damn game. No, screw But, that. It, like, I will say this. When we looked at the schedule last week, we both looked at this week and said, uh, "No, we I saw don't
1: know. a lot of good games." No, you pick a game. You pick a game. Yeah, TCU Oklahoma State's a good game. You could have justified being there. Those, yeah, th- those are two. These are two. The only reason games. you
0: don't go to Oklahoma State is because you think that you're going to be back there for Bedlam.
1: it. but you don't need to see that way. You live
0: today because we might not be here tomorrow. That's Alabama had had game day in Tuscaloosa twice, what, two years ago? But that's just a terrible reason to not do something that's
1: the right thing to do. I agree with that. I agree. If nothing else, this should have been the CBS 230 game. You and I got an argument over this. And, and, and they're doing oh, no, it in I mean, Vanderbilt. I it's not an argument. But we just had it, a discussion. But like, but, like, they're doing it in Vanderbilt with Alabama, and... What is that show Vanderbilt? We're going we're gonna to spotlight Vanderbilt for the first time ever. CBS is going to be there in Nashville for a Vanderbilt game.
0: For the so, main attraction, number so, one, 230 game.
1: So they can get their ass kicked by Bama. You know they'll be back there in a couple weeks against Florida or Georgia or South Carolina or
0: somebody else. You can still go there then. You didn't have to do it this week. Yeah. No, here's the thing. They – which I don't understand why they would think that Vanderbilt would beat Kansas State because – CBS picked Alabama and Vanderbilt because Alabama because they expected Alabama to be number 1 and the rest of it they thought everybody else would have a loss because Georgia may have been undefeated cuz they they picked this game right after Georgia beat Notre Dame right so like after that second weekend they, before the okay. third weekend there in so, lies
1: there lies the problem though
0: that's the biggest issue is they should have wait because every every other week after the third week you just wait until Sunday yeah after or after the uh, the fourth week you you do 6 days out Every time, and and that's there's just no reason to not wait until Sunday. If you're if you're guessing if you're making decisions like
1: that, shame on you. That person yeah. needs to be fired.
0: Well, I think I think this is how it is set up every year for the first three weeks. But they need like to you stop. Through, they need to stop.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. Like I the, agree. But that's the how the week, TV contracts. Week four work. and week five are no
0: different than week one and two. I'm with you. So all right, so so back to this ball game. State's defensive line. Legit. They're linebackers? Real. Secondary? Yep. All of it. Todd Todd Fromm is
1: going to get hit like he's never been. We're going to see how good of a quarterback this young freshman can be with legit live fire bullets coming at him.
0: I think the biggest thing is going to be Georgia's offensive line.
1: Can State stop the run?
0: Yes. That's going to be the question. Because I think Georgia's going to run it a whole bunch. Well,
1: if they don't, they're going to lose. Oh, Bad. yeah.
0: Hey, you need a whole lot of Nick Chubb. You need a
1: whole lot of Sonny Michelle. Yeah. This is not a knock on Fromm. It's not a knock on the wide receivers. If you think that you're going to throw all over the field with a freshman quarterback against this Mississippi State team, I don't think it's going to happen. You think Mississippi State's winning? I think Mississippi State's going to win the game. They I, were they <laughs> were my best bet of our five bets yesterday.
0: I think Mississippi State's going to win the game. Hey, all right, let me go ahead and get it because we make our, we just make straight up picks, right? Straight we just, up we picks. just pick winners. I have not, like, I've got some of these games that I think, but I, I actually, no, I don't. I've got one. I've got one. Two.
1: Well, you've got one where your line would tell you the answer.
0: Yes. And here's the thing I think State's going to win this ballgame. I think State's going to win the ballgame. That scares me. That scares me to death, man. I am terrified of this ball game because I think State's the better football team. When the hell has this ever happened? I think
1: from top to bottom they are the better team, which is at every aspect bananas to me. This is
0: not how this is supposed to
1: be. I agree. I agree. Look, nope. Look, and if Georgia loses this game, nobody's more upset about this than I. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) nobody. All right. But when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's it I'm is wrong terrifying.
0: So I got no problem with just putting it out there. Uh, look, I I think state's going to. We're, we're both going to take Mississippi State. Yeah. Like I, that's, man. What the hell is going on? This world is turning upside down. You know, there's a there's a prophecy or what, like some biblical prophecy that uh, oh, that the world's supposed to end on gonna, the twenty third, right? We're gonna
1: butcher this.
0: Like I'm I'm telling you, I'm quite certain that that guy's a, wrong. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure he is too. I think there's been one every year for the last decade. But, uh, but there is one that says it's supposed to end on September 23rd. And if Mississippi State goes in and beats Georgia to go to 4-0 and and 2-0 and in the conference with wins over LSU and Georgia, I, I we may be getting close. <laughs> That's the only thing that will explain it. Good Lord. Good Lord. All right. TCU at Oklahoma State is the next game. TCU, the Horned Frogs, going into Stillwater, Oklahoma. I, I want you to tell me first. What do you think?
1: I really like TCU a lot. I picked them to be a lot better this year before the season started. I love Gary Patterson. I do think that they are much, much improved from last year. Now, they're not great. They have flaws. I've watched some of their games recently, and they have not played as well as their schedule or their score has has shown that they've played. I think Oklahoma State is in the conversation as one of the top five teams in the country.
0: Look, it was one of my bets on Thursday show. Correct. Oklahoma State minus 12 and a half. A lot of points. I cannot, it's a lot I of points. I cannot lay that many points. But they're at Stillwater. And, I mean, look, they're at Stillwater. And at, it's a night game, right? Isn't it a night game? I don't know. I think it's a night game. I'm no, not sure. I don't I know that it matters. Look, all I'm saying is it is really tough to win in Stillwater. I think Oklahoma State's offense is clicking right now. I don't think TCU has a great defense. I mean, they gave up, what, 35, 40, 30, whatever it was, to uh, uh, 36. They gave up 36 to uh, SMU. It's a 230 game. It's a 230 game. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They are going to smoke these guys. I think. Look, it. I don't think it says anything bad about TCU to go in and get kind of stomped by Oklahoma State. I agree. But you're right. Oklahoma State's one of the top five teams in the country I, I right think, now.
1: I think they're one of the top five teams in the country,
0: and yeah. that offense is unreal. They got I'm weapons not, everywhere. I'm not picking them
1: to boat race TCU, but I will not be shocked if they boat race TCU.
0: I, look, it, all we're doing is picking straight up winners. I got the Cowboys, and I'm going to have the Cowboys as well.
1: I I cannot cannot, And I love Gary Patterson. It hurts me to
0: do that. but Let's move on to the third game. There wasn't a whole lot to say about that. No. There may not be a whole lot to say about this one. Washington at Colorado. The reason this is on here is one of the top games. It's a rematch of the Pac-12 championship game from last year. And look, Colorado is a 10.5 point dog at home. Chris Peterson is still one of the best coaches in the country. They may have some trouble here. But I look at this as kind of like Washington going to Utah last year, late in the season, where it was just back and forth. You didn't know what to expect. You knew that Utah had a good defense. Well, Colorado's got a pretty damn good defense. Mike McIntyre knows how to make these games uh, shorter. Washington's going to do a lot of crazy stuff because that's what Peterson does. But... I think Colorado has a striker's chance of pulling this out. I don't think they will. I think it's going to be really close. I think Washington wins it closer. So you're not
1: going. You're not going to take the upset.
0: Nope, not taking the upset. I don't. I don't trust Mike McIntyre that much.
1: All right. Well, I like Chris not Peterson. against Chris Peterson. I like Chris Peterson. I like Washington. Um, I have watched a lot of Pac-12 football this year, and I'm not impressed with any of it. <laughs> I, I think I think Washington is probably the best team in that conference right now. That I Over watched. USC. USC has disappointed at every turn. That's they're just beat,
0: mad because you were you picked them by 15 over Texas last they, week.
1: They and I picked against them against Stanford and then I picked them the week before and they looked ter- like they are inconsistent as you could
0: possibly be. Well, look, while we're on Pac-12 and this is not one of our big games, but look. Cal is 3 and 0. And USC goes to Berkeley this week. I think Justin Wilcox is a pretty good coach. Like Cal does not I'm, beat themselves. If if USC
1: struggles against Cal, that is not a mark of consistency for USC.
0: Does that mean that Cal is a decent football team? No. Nobody in the pack. So it's not a secretly decent, secretly Cal team. Sneaky. Okay, like sneaky good.
1: Yeah, sure. There, no one in the Pac-12 has impressed at all. I think Oregon has looked really good. They look like the Oregon of old. But then Willie they Taggart. also
0: only won by seven. They, they went scoreless in the second half against Nebraska.
1: But they had 42 points
0: before they went scoreless. That's a problem if like, you're going to go conservative that early, man. Willie Taggart needs to get his Chip Kelly out and go score 80 damn, on somebody. I agree with that, but that's
1: an easy problem to fix. Hey, we don't need to do that again, but we still scored at will when we were trying to score at will.
0: That's a good point. Like,
1: like that's the thing. Oregon's the only team that looks like what I expect somebody to look like consistently. Is it? Nobody is it, impresses me. Does it blow your Washington, mind a little bit? I like Washington. Washington has not looked great in any of their wins.
0: Well, I mean, they look great against Montana.
1: Oh, I'm not counting that. <laughs> Anytime one of these big schools plays a high school team, if they don't house them, it doesn't count. That I, okay, I agree that's with a, you. That's just the truth.
0: I agree with you. You can name your own number. Well, that's Washington. The only, the only Power Five team I think they've played. Rutgers? Uh, nope, nope, nope. They played Fresno State last week. They beat them 48 to 16. They beat Montana 63 uh, to seven. And they beat but Rutger. Rutgers. They beat thirty to fourteen, and it was
1: close. It was a close end. game. I just I can't trust any of these. I'm gonna take Washington because
0: I like Chris Peterson, and I'm gonna go with the better coach, the better players, and the better talent. Yeah, he, look, they got the best quarterback on the field. I, I think. Yes. Uh, you know, like they lost a lot on defense last year. It hadn't mattered yet, but I don't think Colorado's gonna hurt them.
1: That's right.
0: So game number four. You love this game. I love this game. Now, I I enjoy this for other reasons because I love Iowa at night.
1: Now, okay, and it's a little scary. Like, I
0: look at the game is Penn State at Iowa.
1: I made this clear. Kurt Ferrance is a really good coach. I like him a lot. Okay, I know he gets crapped on for getting paid what he gets paid and not producing championships and all this other stuff. I look at it
0: a different way. Look at it like this. You ain't supposed to get talent at Iowa, no. Right? You're not, and you're not no. supposed to really win some of the ways that he's won there. And he has is the won longest consistently. He, yes, he is the longest tenured coach in the FBS. And uh, yes, and and it's not even close now because it was That's him right. and Stoops like right next to each other. Yeah. Like now it's not even close. Yeah. No one and else is in the conversation. I'm telling you, like there is something about Iowa. Like they he he knows how to shorten the game. He plays. He runs the ball and he stops the run, and that is the key to winning football games. There are teams that you run up against, and I think Penn State's one of them that end up just having playmakers all over the field, and there ain't nothing you can do and about that, that's it. That's it. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it. But Kirk Ferentz is is a good coach, and Iowa would be stupid to let him go. No, God after no. after seven and five or no. six and six, like, look, you take a few bad years when you're Iowa. Correct. Like Iowa is is Arkansas to me. Yes. There is no talent around you. Like you have to go everywhere else to recruit. To recruit. There is no talent
1: coming out of Iowa that's changing the the landscape of college football. Exactly.
0: The only thing you got at Iowa is the big old white offensive line boys. Yeah, you That's some, what you got. You
1: got some big old
0: linemen. And and you can find a few running back like just some stout running backs mm-hmm. like that kid. What's the kid's name now? Do you know? No. Uh, I haven't that, paid enough attention. To Iowa. That's no, no no. Iowa's running back is. Uh, just unreal. Like, he is he is a beast. And I'm telling you, like, that dude. And he's probably going to go off Saturday because I don't
1: know that Penn State has the best defense in the world. Let me tell you what they do have. They got the best offense in the world. Okay? In all of college football, there's not a better, more explosive. Akram Wadley. Dangerous offensive group of talent in the country. Yeah. And they probably don't have a better coach. That can coach that offense better than James Franklin. And we saw this past Saturday, James Franklin is a quote-unquote perfectionist and ruthless as hell. Yeah. He will run it up on you if he can run it up on you. And he's got the bullets to do it.
0: And yeah, he's going to be doing it this weekend, I bet. So... It, it, dangerous they, to look, go they, into they Iowa won,
1: and bet against Iowa. They that won in Happy smart. Valley.
0: They won in Happy Valley last year 41 to 14. Yes. It is the same Iowa team that upset Michigan. Yes. At the end of the year. What was that, 14-13? Tell me about Michigan's offense. That's exactly. It wasn't, ain't the same.
1: One real good.
0: It ain't the same. I'm not, I'm not saying that Iowa can pull this off. I'm saying Iowa will do to Penn State what Pitt tried to do. That's right. Where they will keep the football and they will run. And they will do four yards in a cloud of dust, three yards in a cloud of dust, and just try and get themselves into third and three, third and two, and convert some first downs. And don't let uh, what's the kid's name, Trey Sorum? Yeah. Don't let him have the football. Don't let Saquon Barkley touch the football. Well, but here's the difference: is is at any time you have
1: to punt or kick a field goal,
0: you are in trouble. You lose. Yeah, and if that's you necessary. don't score
1: touchdowns every time, you lose. So I'm picking Penn State. I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the nifty lines. I, it, other than the fact that this will cost me an amount of money that I'm not proud of talking about, <laughs> it would not upset me if Iowa won this game.
0: Let's, let's talk about money real quick before we get to this last game, last two games. <laughs> Everybody's got to go to mybookie.ag. Look, best sports book online anywhere. Fastest payouts. They pay out in two business days. You can't get better than that. And right now, if you go sign up, sign up with promo code WCE100, they're going to match your deposit. It's a 100% deposit bonus. That means you put in 50 bucks, they're going to give you 50 more bucks. You put in 100 bucks, they're going to give you 100 more bucks. You put in 500 bucks, they're going to give you $500. You're making money and you don't even have to bet anything yet. So, your first however many bets are basically going to be free. And they'll pay you out whenever you're ready. So, it now it is bonus plays. So you don't get five hundred bucks back unless you bet it, but it costs you nothing to bet it. It costs you nothing to bet it. So if you if you
1: deposit hundred dollars, and you got a hundred free dollars, you can bet that hundred free dollars however you want, and if you win, that money is immediately yours, and you can just cash it all out right then if you'd like.
0: Yeah, if you want to, or you can just keep rolling. It's, it's it. up to you. So mybookie.ag, they got they got the best lines. It, look. These guys are so legit. They have somebody at they they literally have a scout at every game. Every game. They're sending somebody to keep up with the live odds so that you have the best odds at all times. You're watching a game, it's the middle of the second quarter. You feel like putting some money down, you think something's about to change, go up, get your odds, bet on the live game. You want a first half line, you want a second half line, you want prop bets, you want look, they got it all. Mybookie.ag, promo code WCE100. These guys are legit. We Look, it takes a lot to get our stamp of approval. Chris and I'll tell you. Like, we know what's up. These I'll, guys are for real. I'll, I'll give you a
1: quick story. I know we need to run through this, but when I first went to sign on, first thing that happened, I, I live in uh, North Mississippi and uh, I make purchases every day with my credit card here. And all of a sudden, I just made a purchase on some offshore uh, account with that same credit card, and my credit card fraud company canceled the account. MyBookie.ag immediately contacted me. Somebody who speaks crystal clear English—I got a number that was like a Texas number—contacted me and said, "Hey, you got—you know—we are offshore's. It is completely protected. We are secure." But you gotta let your credit card company know this isn't fraud. One quick call, one quick email. My wife sent to the credit card company. Bam, had it fixed. Immediately went redid it. A day later, the guy called me back to check to see if everything went through okay, if I needed anything. And now you can do all this through email or through a, a messenger that they have on a chat group on their thing. You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't, if don't have to want talk to, to anybody if you don't want to. I actually like human interaction. Um, it's something that I enjoy. It's an old school thing. That's right. I, I got an old soul like that. And it made me just feel like, dude, that's legit. Like, I don't, you know, you buy crap online all the time. Nobody wants to communicate with you. Yeah. And the fact that it was within minutes somebody talked to me and then they followed up to make sure everything was cool. That meant a lot.
0: If you're a tech nerd and you're into all the cryptocurrency stuff, they take Bitcoin, which yeah. is a huge deal for me. Yes. Because I, I've got some, I got some Bitcoin. So, I went ahead and and tossed some of mine in there. My Bitcoin transferred perfectly. I didn't even have to deal with any of the fraud stuff That's because right. it just transfers right over. That's right. No problem. So, I put mine in, knocked it out. All good. Literally, like within minutes, I had money in my account. It was no problem. There it's nothing. So, mybookie.ag, promo code WCE100. Hook that thing up. They will give you a 100% deposit bonus. That means they're going to match anything that you put into your account right off the bat. So, Mybookie.ag. That's where all the lines are coming from. That's what all we're. Uh, that's that's where we get everything. Yeah. So and if we... you're
1: just new to this and you say, Hey, man, these guys are talking about gambling. I like the idea of it, but I don't have a lot of money to spend. I don't make a bunch. But you know, hey, Put in fifteen I, twenty bucks. I live in in you know Cincinnati, and I w- I want to bet on my Bearcats this week against Navy or whatnot. Then are you going to a game? You put five dollars. You put one dollar on a Dude, game. But well, no, two dollars is the minimum. On the, it's on the minimum bench. bet. Yep. Okay. So you can bet two dollars, but but like you can, you don't
0: have Dude, to. I'm the I'm the king of the five dollar bets. I know you are. I know. <laughs> when we first met,
1: when we first met, I was like, "What are you doing? What do you got?" And you had all these bets, and I was like, "Oh God, how much money you got spread out?" And you had like thirty bucks out there. I was like, "Oh, I was I was really ashamed to talk about what I was playing."
0: <laughs> so, no, here's the thing. Look. I, at the end of the year, like if I made money, cool. If it, I, I go in with a set amount, if that's I right. lose it all within a few weeks, that's right. Then I'm out. Yeah. But if you if you win, if you're if you're taking our bets, you're making money. You're making some cheese. And if you're only betting five bucks a game, you're still coming out with something. Yeah. And it's I'm fun sure. to play. Well, and that's, that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing
1: is is this is for fun. If you're a pro, you're you you're doing your own thing. You're not always listening to us. Although you
0: might be wise to because I'm telling you, we're on a roll.
1: If if you're a noob (laughs) at it and you just want to do it for fun, man, look, don't bet the house note, don't bet the light bill, be smart about it, but but get out there and have a dip of toe.
0: So mybookie.ag, promo code WCE100. Let's move into the fifth game. Florida at Kentucky. Now we're going to have another SEC game here in just a minute, but Florida at Kentucky? Kentucky? has not beaten Florida since 1986. All right. Now I wrote down a stat. Hold on. Florida beat or Kentucky beat Florida 10 to 6 in 1986. The series after that was 20 to 17. Florida had won 20, Kentucky had won 17. <laughs> Coming into this Saturday, Florida has won 50. Kentucky has won 17. 30 straight years without a single victory look Kentucky's had some pretty good teams I don't know that Florida has ever had an offense this bad
1: oh that's that's the truth all those boys that got suspended they're about to get locked up yeah like like big boy go
0: to jail federal federal grand theft isn't yeah. that what they said yeah federal pounding in mean, the ass prisons what they gonna end up in it's it's bad juju and it's it ain't getting better that's right but but here's the thing Florida did win last week against Tennessee. I that's think, a bunk ass win. That's I hey, I'm not lying on that. Look, I, I'm I'm with you. I understand. I'm not. <laughs> I know you're getting fed up and tired I, and pissed I, I, off. I don't I don't like
1: getting credit for just garbage like that. I'm not giving them
0: credit. I I'm saying that they found a way to win that game, and that's what Florida has done to Kentucky for 30 years. That's right.
1: That's right.
0: You're no, you're not wrong. You're not
1: wrong. Florida is a two and a half point favorite. This has got to be the smallest point spread in all thirty years. It's I, got I to bet. Be. I bet it is. I, it's got to be.
0: I mean, I, I couldn't imagine it being. I couldn't imagine any of them being less. No, I don't. I, I wouldn't imagine Kentucky was favored at In any of. Oh, at no point. Like maybe. Look, ten years ago, Kentucky was coming off of uh, that big win over LSU. Yeah, there's no the, way the triple Cause, overtime cause game.
1: Everybody assumes that it's a big letdown the next week. But that's and I think they had to go to Florida after that game. There's no way that have been favored on the road. This is not possible. No, no,
0: it wasn't at Florida. Like ten years ago, that game was in Kentucky. College game day was there. Kentucky was ranked number seven in the country. So they, it was they played Hilton. LSU
1: and Florida back to back at home. Yeah, man, that's a tough stretch. That's
0: a tough stretch. And Florida won. There's no way they would have been favored in that game. I don't. I don't think they were. But I'm like I was reading up on it today. Uh, Kentucky Sports Radio, check them out. Matt Jones, great podcast. Um, but yeah, 10 years ago, Kentucky was number seven in the country coming off a triple overtime win at home against LSU, and they were hosting game day, and they had everybody fired up, and they thought it was going to end because it was 20 years straight at that point, and you thought at one point, under Muschamp, under Ron Zook, under all these goofy MFers they came through Gainesville, that they would have gotten to win, they never got to win. Thirty years,
1: but ain't none of them as goofy as the bastard is there right now.
0: <laughs>
1: what I what I what yep. I say about Notre Dame last night, yesterday? All them coach, all that talent, all that talent, and not a coach in sight. Just not a damn person that can coach a football
0: game. Now you're right. They, they look, look. They they got a quarterback that can fling it. But it, we never know where he's going to fling
1: it. Well, I was about to say he made one big completion, and it's the one that won the game. And that might have been the worst defense that you could have had on a play like that. I agree. So, I am going to go with the upset. And I think Kentucky's going to win it. They're
0: going to break 30 years of bad juju. It is really difficult for me to, to figure out if they're going to be able to break it this year because that's a lot of history I mean that's a lot of history
1: I I give and you understand that I give zero respect to this Florida team this might be the worst Florida team in my lifetime yeah I'm, I'll be 35 years old this November this might be the worst Florida team that as long as I've been old enough big enough to sit up and watch football that this might be the worst Florida team I've ever watched they're undisciplined. They don't look good. They they don't they don't look like they want to be there. They it just it's just bad. Yeah, I agree. They're gonna go on the road at Kentucky after Kentucky just pulled off a
0: big win on the road against South Carolina. And they, I mean, they're at home after a big win. I mean, I. I want to say Kentucky's so bad. Stoops is so much a better coach than McElwain. I mean, but think about it. This it's not one. even close. Look, Kentucky was a pretty good football team last year.
1: That's right. I picked them last year and I lost. I lost bad.
0: And they and they went to Gainesville and got I, beat forty-two I, I, to I seven. I
1: picked it last year and I lost. And I understand that.
0: And how did how did that Florida team score forty-two points last year? <laughs> they had to have some so defensive I
1: mean, scores. Just they had to have defensive that's scores. It's just ridiculous. It just, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't remember the game, but. I can't imagine this, this offense scoring anything.
0: Yeah, I can't. Uh, it, it, see, I'm trying to look up. I don't think they've been favored in any of these games. I'm, I guarantee you they haven't. That is that is unbelievable to me. That's just, I can't. All right, I'm going to keep trying to look for this, but it, Make uh, a pick. I'm, I'm taking,
1: man. 30 years of history. Man,
0: all right, look, we've gone the same on every game so far. Like I, I'm gonna keep that streak going. I'm taking Kentucky. I'm gonna take Kentucky. Who's <laughs> right. gonna, gonna take chalk? No, I'm I'm taking Kentucky. Like it it, it ain't much chalk. Hell, they're only favored by two and a half. But it, <laughs> I swear to God, this is just ridiculous. All right, tell me what you think about A&M at Arkansas. No, no not A&M at Arkansas. Team. Sorry, A&M. A&M versus Arkansas, Arkansas. in Jerry yeah, World. And, is, and you did you see saying. the
1: uniforms? Yeah, Jerry got
0: them the cowboy looking like unis. They look like Ohio State. It looks exactly like Ohio State uniforms.
1: That's because they have kind of close to the same color scheme. It's the Cowboys uniform. It's the identical uniform of the Cowboys, but with Arkansas colors. Yeah. That's all it is.
0: I know it still looks a lot like Ohio
1: State, though. Ohio I'm telling State you. They can suck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Take that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for this game. Man, we've got A&M players flipping off fans. That team is a dysfunctional mess. Okay? Yeah. You know how I always said that Danny Adlin is the worst quarterback in the SEC? I think this year he's not even like bottom three. I think I think Florida Joker ain't no good. I think Tennessee's fool ain't no good. And whoever that dummy is playing quarterback for AM ain't no good. I think you're probably right. And that's sad. That's really, really sad. Danny Elliott went from the worst to like third from the worst, fourth from the worst. That's crazy. Anyway, all that to say this, both these teams need this win. Both these coaches, our pants are on fire from being so hot. They cannot stand it. But I'll tell you what, one of these teams is still supported and loved by their fans. And the other one is
0: ready for change now. Yeah, that's that's the biggest time. like The biggest thing about this. Um, Arkansas fans are still in on Brett Bielema. Like, there's a lot of them that aren't, but, it, but it's a much smaller not contingency.
1: All those people that are out on Bielema would still show up at this game and root for Arkansas. Oh, yeah. A&M fans will show up to boo A&M right now.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of them that ain't even going to go.
1: But that's it. This will be 70-80% Arkansas. And half the A&M fans that come are going to come just to give the finger to them.
0: You think A&M maybe found something in the second half last week against Louisiana Lafayette? I
1: don't know. They they, they definitely came out of halftime looking completely
0: different. But I,
1: I don't know the answer to that.
0: Do we actually want to make this a pick? Yeah. All right. Let's pick it. We'll make this a pick. I, look, I'm going to take Arkansas. I mean, uh, uh, A&M. I'm sorry. I'm taking, I'm taking Texas A&M. I, I think they got more talent. I think they need the game more. Um and all the numbers say that, that they should beat Arkansas by like ten points or something.
1: Yeah, they've got they've got more talent. Like and
0: they're they're favored by what, two and a half
1: right now? Yeah, it's close. It's a small
0: number. So yeah, I'm gonna roll
1: with AM on this. I'm roll i be- look, I've been I've been riding with Bielema all year. I'm not giving up on him yet. I'm the one guy that didn't put him on the hot seat before the season started. I'm not giving up on him yet. All right. So I'm going with Arkansas. Damn. All right, so that's the only game that we picked separate. that's yeah, the only game we picked
0: separate. That's fine. That's fine. We Some weeks picked... it's going to be like this. I
1: thought we were going to pick Kentucky separately, Florida, and I thought there was a chance you could ride with Colorado.
0: Nah, no chance. No chance. I, I
1: wonder if maybe you so... thought that I was going to take Georgia. No, nah, not nah, we, we've talked too much about we we have blown. I've been each all other, over Mississippi we've, State. We've blown
0: each other up about
1: Mississippi State
0: too much. For, yeah, because I've for been on that time. bandwagon since the first game. Like I we had remember. Steve Robertson on, and I was like, "Man, that defense is something else." Like, what is what is going on? All right, let's uh, let's jump into the NFL stuff right quick. Uh, While well, we still got a little bit of time, there there wasn't great games this week, but there's a few that are interesting. There's there's at least three of them that we found that uh, that that we will be watching.
1: Well, the first game we're going to talk about matters. It the, matters.
0: Yeah. The Falcons at the Lions. 2-2-0 two, two and o
1: teams. 2-2-0 two, two and o teams that both look really good. If this game was in Atlanta, I'd feel differently about it. But but it's it's in Detroit. Can this Detroit team stay rolling?
0: I don't think so against the Falcons. The Falcons look like the best team in football the other night. Now, I, is, is the team that showed up, like, uh, this game's on the road. It's on the road. But man. it isn't a dome. And that's a, that's a big thing, because when they played at Chicago, they did not look great. That's right. But they looked great against Green Bay.
1: God, they look good.
0: Is Green Bay better than, than Detroit? Maybe? I don't know. It doesn't look like it right now. The Lions on Monday night. Oh, man. They, they beat up beat up the Johns. Beat them up bad. All right.
1: I think, I think Atlanta's the best team in the country, and I'm going to pick Atlanta to win this game but I was too afraid to lay the three points that the line was. How crazy
0: is that? Three points. Because there
1: the is potential that this Lions team could be legit and that home field is going to be crazy. They're going to be rocking for their team because they know they need this win. If they beat Atlanta after the way Atlanta's looked the first two weeks, they know that they are legit. They will be taken serious. And they got kind of a tough road ahead of them. I know they're going to play Green Bay next couple of weeks. Like, they, they need to show that they can beat a big boy team.
0: Yeah, Atlanta's got look, Atlanta's got a pretty easy schedule. And when we did the recap earlier this week, like, I came out and said, like, Atlanta's going to be 6 0 going into, or 5 0, whatever it is, going into Gillette Stadium. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I mean, I, look, I think Atlanta's going to win the ball game. I think they got better talent. I think, it, look, a dome setting helps out a lot. Correct. With this team. Correct. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think this could be a really close ball game. It
1: scares me. It scares. Matt Stafford got paid, and he has shown that he is worth every bit of it. He didn't. He didn't let up not one inch. He's got so much guaranteed money coming to him, and he doesn't care. He is playing with. Just complete control of the offense, not making any mistakes at all, or as few as he could possibly make, um, and and he just this team looks good against the Giants. He didn't even have to do a lot. I think he only had like a hundred. He had less than two hundred yards passing. They ran the football down the Giants' throat, which is surprising, really surprising. Their defense, which maybe not so surprising, because the Giants' offense looks like it could be. One of the bottom three or four offenses in the league,
0: just ate Eli Manning to pieces, and that's not hard to do. It doesn't look like this year, but that's it's right. still a little bit surprising from the Lions. From the Lions, because they've always
1: historically been big, high-powered offense, terrible defense.
0: I mean, hell, they gave up thirty or twenty-three to uh, Arizona in the first week. Yes, but but like at least seven of those, I know were uh, were defense. They gave yeah.
1: up a pick six. So Matt, Matt,
0: Matt's first pass
1: was a pick six.
0: Which, and, and I was terrified because I had the Lions, yep. what, plus one and a half in that game. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think we're both rolling Atlanta. Next game up, Seahawks at the Titans. You know where I stand on this uh, in, in Thursday's Pick Podcast. Get that money. Go check that out if you hadn't. Um, I took the Titans minus two and a half. I don't think the Seahawks are very good at all. Um, I mean, I... You know, what else is there to say? Like I don't know what's happening in the Seahawks. I don't either. Um, I'm wondering
1: Is it a team chemistry thing? No, 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 no. You don't this is not a chemistry problem. This is this is a some people might not be as good as they looked last couple of years problem. I love Russell Wilson. I have supported him and backed him through all of this. There there's a there's a really good chance that Russell Wilson just might not be that good. Is this like the Bill Simmons thing? Yeah, but what's what's the question? Are we are we sure he's good? That's what Bill asked. Are we are we sure they're good? Are we sure, <laughs> we sure Russell Wilson's good? Are we sure Russell Wilson's good? Um, I, I don't know that he is. I did have a buddy of mine who we joke with all the time. I'm, I'm in a I'm in a Facebook t- uh, group text message with him, who uh, who asked if maybe him getting married finally got the got the poisons out, if that hurt him. Like all of a sudden now he can't throw the football. Can't find open guys.
0: It's entirely possible. He found something he loves more than football. That is... Yeah. <laughs> hey, wouldn't you? You've seen that girl. What's her name? Sierra? Sierra? Anyway. Futures ex? Yeah.
1: Futures old lady. So, <laughs> anyway. I I don't know what's going on with this team. I know this. I watched them play two games, and I gave them the benefit of the doubt after losing to Green Bay. The way they did because that was such a hard-fought game, close, back and forth. Kind and there of, was some there was weird, some questionable calls. Yeah, call. some shading is going on. But but then Green Bay kind of didn't impress me the next week at all. And they were at home against the 49ers. Seattle's supposed to be the best home field advantage in football. Whether it have been 12-10 to 10, or 12 to the 49ers to gave or... them all they wanted. It was an ugly, low-scoring, bad football game.
0: What what was the what was the final on that? 12 to what? Do yeah, you remember? No, but I just had the scores up. Like, like whatever it was, it, it was not it, you you would expect better. I know they scored 12 points. 12 9. 12 to 9.
1: Just terrible. I mean, it was just terrible football. I mean, that's And the 49ers had a ton of yardage on them. I mean, it's not like they they were slowing slowing them down. They just couldn't score because they're the 49ers.
0: Well, in the the Worst part about this, Uh, you know, like Russell
1: Wilson. I say say they had a ton of yardage. Carlos Hyde ran for 125 yards.
0: Russell Wilson had to throw a touchdown pass with seven minutes left to win the ball game. To win the game. They were, yeah, they were down. They were down nine to six.
1: Yeah, they were down and couldn't move the ball, couldn't get a first down, couldn't do anything. And on top of that, you remember Blair Walsh missed the extra point. Like, what the hell is that? I so, can't figure this. I, I so can't I, figure I, I just don't die. think they're great. Okay, I think I think I was wrong on them. I was so so high on this team once they made a couple of trades, and uh, and I thought, man, they 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 really secured. You, you this were big team on up. that
0: Sheldon Richardson. Team. God, I thought they were going to be unbelievable. And Earl Thomas being back. Yep, like, and don't they, get me wrong. Like, they only gave up nine points to San Francisco, but but it, how good is San Francisco? Not great because San Francisco. I mean, they got stomped in the first game by the uh, by the Panthers. So I just don't. Like twenty-three to three anyway, at home by the Panthers.
1: I like the Titans. I think the Titans are good, and the, we've seen the Titans play a really good defense in the Jaguars, and still stood up, and won the
0: ball game. I think Titans going to win this game. I'm with you. Last game, Saints at the Panthers. Now you got the Saints plus five and a half on your pick. Yep. Do you think they're going to win the game? Look, Saints are zero two, playing at the Panthers. Panthers are two and zero. If the Panthers get this win, and didn't Cam Newton get hurt last week? He's been hurt after. Uh, he was banged up a little bit after the
1: 49ers game. Yes, he got hurt, came in and out of this game, uh, the, the last game against the Bills a couple of times. Something's not right with Cam. Yeah, something, something ain't right. And they can't score. Their offense is bad. That Christian McCaffrey deal. That was supposed to completely change their offense, it and ain't they were going to re reinvent how to play football with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, not not so far. Hadn't worked mm, at all. No, hadn't worked at all. Now I know the Saints are no world beaters on defense, but they can put up points with the best
0: of them. You know what McCaffrey's rushing total was? I bet it's less than fifty. At what for the last game or just total? Total. Oh, to, uh, I don't know. I look at uh, last game against the Bills, eight carries, ten yards. Yeah. Now he did have four receptions for thirty-four yards, but um, you know, what, man, let's find that thing. Let's he see just, what's up. He just hadn't looked good. He he has not looked great in that offense. Uh, Twenty-one attempts for fifty-seven yards on the year. Okay, I was close. You were pretty close. I was real close. So, uh, look, I think there's something about being at home. I think, I think the Saints' defense... They're bad. They're real bad. No, I, I'm not I'm not denying that. I, I think there are chemistry issues with the Saints right now, because I don't think Adrian Peterson planned on being part of a three-headed monster ever in the back. I think he... Look, he was brought in to be a leader, but also be kind of a, a second fiddle to Mark Ingram, and now Alvin Kamara is a beast, and... I don't think he was anticipating this. I think he was—he wanted to be brought in to run the football. He has not looked good. I think they got problems. Look, I love Drew Brees. I think he's going to score points. I think it could be a, a pretty close ball game. Look, the Panthers smell blood in the water. You win this game, you got a three-game lead after three games on the Saints. And you got to do that if you want to keep up with the Falcons. Look, at home, look, I'm gonna take the Panthers. So this is gonna be the one game we're gonna go different. Alright. Because
1: I'm I think the Saints can win this game. I I I think that offense is good. You're right. Peterson is not filling the role Peterson wants to fill. I don't know that anybody gives a damn. Because like you said, Alvin Kamara is playing great. I think the best thing they could do is display Peterson as much as possible whenever they see where it benefits them and then trade his ass away to one of these teams that are struggling and needs a run game.
0: Yeah, I believe that.
1: I believe that. That's that's what that's what they need to do. But I don't think they're worried at all about chemistry between a running back and everybody else. Now if it was Breeze and his receivers, then we got that's a different story. If we got offensive line problems, different story. And that offensive line's not great. They're better than they've been in the past. And Drew Brees, still Drew Brees. Now he's thirty eight years old. Anything can happen but if Cam gets knocked out of this game, I, I don't know. I don't know what they can do. Offensively, they haven't looked good at all. When they beat up on the 49ers, they did that with their defense, yeah. not their offense. I agree. So they they just are not a very well playing team right now. They got two wins. I think those wins are fraudulent. Uh, the Saints have two losses, play two tough teams. On the road on Monday Night Football against the Vikings, who looked like world beaters when they had Sam Bradford. And then had a short week And then to they play. had a the short week to play the freaking Patriots coming off a loss. Yeah, and you knew that's the Patriots going to win. That's just what you don't want to do. So, I, I I think that they've probably had the hardest two-game stretch to start the season. And, damn, it's just part of it, man.
0: Yeah, yeah you may be right. That's, uh, that, that's
1: my story. That's my pick. I'm rolling with them.
0: Sounds like a plan to me. All right, that's going to wrap it up. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter at winningcures. You can follow myself at Gary WCE.
1: You follow me at Chris B Giannini C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I.
0: You can also email the show that's Everything at gmail.com and we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551-226-9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899 and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show.